ಸೊ ನಾವು ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮವಿಧಾನಂದ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ವೆನರಬಲ್ ಸ್ವಾಮೀಜಿ ಹೂ ವಾಸ್ ಎ ಡೈರೆಕ್ಟ್ ಡಿಸೈಪಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಚಿನ್ಮಯಾನಂದ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಹೂ ಲೇಟರ್ ವಾಸ್ ಎ ಡಿಸೈಪಲ್ ಆಫ್ ಪೂಜ್ಯ ದಯಾನಂದ ಸರಸ್ವತಿ ಸ್ವಾಮಿ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎ ವೆರಿ ಸೀನಿಯರ್ ಗುರು ಫ್ರಾಮ್ ಮುಂಬೈ ಆರ್ಷ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಫೌಂಡೇಶನ್ ಈಸ್ ಗೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಟು ಪ್ರೆಸೆಂಟ್ ಎ ಪೇಪರ್ ಆನ್ ರಮಣ ಮಹರ್ಷಿ ಇನ್ ಹಾರ್ಮೋನಿ ವಿತ್ ಉಪನಿಷದಿಕ್ ಟ್ರೆಡಿಷನ್ ಓಂ ಶ್ರೀ ಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ not only to my gurus but all the gurus present here as well there is this talk that what ramana said is different from vedanta in fact there was also some protest when my teacher was teaching upadesha saram and saddarshana saying that this is not in harmony with vedanta teaching so that is the puru paksha <laughs> i am not saying that everything ramana said was vedanta because i'm sure he said a lot of things he spoke to a lot of people there must have been a lot of dialogues like which happened to any of the gurus someone comes and asks you how to make their marriage successful that's not vedanta anyway <laughs> so similarly ramana also must have said a lot of things <laughs> therefore i am sticking to what is available as written works by him mainly upadesha saram and saddarshan and because there are a lot of academicians also here i want to compare this what he has written to the traditional teaching of vedanta i don't want to digress too much but a minute in traditional teaching the one of the best examples we'll get is from chandogya the dialogue between uddhalaka and shvetaketu where by a series of examples and logic of karya and karanam Uddhalaka establishes Karnam Satyam Karyam Mithya Even though the Karyam may be Vevahara Yogyam like pot, ornaments, Nakha Nikrandhanam, nail cutter, etc. Karyam is Mithya, Karnam is Satyam. So he establishes Satyam Mithya. Then he says Sadeva Saumya Idhamagram Asit Ekameva Adhutiyam Brahman so he establishes brahman as jagat karanam he presents brahman there not only as sat consciousness sat existence consciousness he also presents brahman as jagat karanam only then jagat can be taken as mithya in the gita you will find the same echo nasato vidyate bhava etc which in saddarshanam ramana starts with by saying sat pratya kinnu vihaya santam santam vihaya without existence how can there be a perception of anything which is existent so the ideas are in perfect harmony with his written work chandogya the uddhalaka the teacher goes ahead to conclude and say satma tatvam asiti 
in the gita the same thing kshetrajnam chapimam vidhi sarva kshetreshu bharata taking to account that krishna is talking from the standpoint of ishvara whether people here believe krishna is ishvara or not the standpoint of presentation of krishna is ishvara therefore from ishvara's standpoint krishna is saying i am the kshetrajnah in every kshetra i am the knower in every body that same as tatvamasi and ramana echoes the same idea when he says hridesh chinta rahita hridakyah hridesu in your mind buddhi guhaya hridaya guhaya chinta rahita bereft of all conceptualizations hridakyah what is the core is nothing but this sadeva therefore if you look at his written works and the upanishadic tradition is perfectly in harmony though it is true that ramana never taught bhagwan ramana never taught in a traditional fashion that is a fact he never underwent the teaching also in a traditional fashion maybe he didn't read it what maybe he didn't need it <laughs> there's no maybe about it because as evident then you can say if he didn't go through the teaching pramana abhavat how do you gain the knowledge remember vedanta pramana has to come from external source if you are using your own pancha pramanas there will be an dait the agnana lesha in all your conclusions any conclusion the mind throws up will be tainted by the fault of agnanam because that is there in me therefore if vedanta has to work it has to be external the source has to be external avas is not a pramana shabda pramana it has to be external therefore i don't really subscribe to the idea of the guru within you and all that guru may be within he is without also and it is the without guru that helps me with it it has to be from there therefore where did ramana get it from some people present him as an avatara some as a yoga brashta an evolved soul whether you call him an avatara or yoga brashta doesn't matter to me he was an evolved soul he heard two words in where he was as a kid staying arunachala was always worshiped arudra darshanam etc arunachala was ishara the whole mountain is worshiped then he contemplated on the word arunachala remember the pramana came from outside arunachala one word actually two words arnashaso achalascha aruna in the form of light if you look at what light is jyotisham jyotihi pure consciousness achalaha what is achalaha something that cannot move only the infinite cannot move the finite will always move <laughs> therefore aruna chala stands for pure consciousness jnanam anantam that word was enough for him it is not that pramana has to be very elaborate that's for people like you and me 
Manda Madhya Madhikaris, we need a lot of <laughs> inputs. <laughs> In spite of that, we are struggling. <laughs> he didn't need that. Which brings us to the question, what is a traditional or a contemporary teaching? Okay. If you are a traditional teacher, a sampradaya with, one thing will be very clear. That the logic you follow will be adhyaropa apavada nyaya. You have to negate the adhyaropa, all the mistaken notions about yourself before you can reveal what you are. Both of us are walking on the road. You see a snake, I see a rope. You say snake, snake, snake. I say a rope. Samaji, there is a snake there. Rope. What will you tell me? Samaji, go hang yourself with that rope. <laughs> the snake is there. So unless I negate the snake and reveal the rope, or in my process of revealing the rope, I have to negate the snake, it won't work. Therefore, the main highlight of traditional teaching is Adhyaropa Apavada Nyaya, for which there are various prakriyas, Drigdrishiveka, Avastatraya, Sakshi, Satyamitya, very important aspect. It has to come into Vedanta teaching. Another important thing is Jagat Karnatum has to come, because how will Satyamitya come without Jagat Karnatum? Therefore, Ishara is important. So these will be some of the hallmarks of traditional teaching. There are, I know some of them, who are modern teachers, who leave out these. They are very good at ascertaining the Atma is Sakshi. But this Sakshi is everything. They cannot say it, nor do their students benefit from it. For the simple reason that the tradition has been junked. The Sampradaya of teaching has been junked, has been left alone. A teacher not only has to be traditional, if he has to really connect with people, he has to be contemporary. To be contemporary means to be, to use the language of his times. Like 16th, 17th, 18th centuries we found lot of Vedantins using the language of Tarka. Right from Vedanta Parivasha to Chitsuki. The language of Kandana Kadya. You study all of them, all are Tarkic language. The languages of Tarka. Does it make the Vedantina Tarkika? He is using the contemporary language of the times. Similarly, when Gaudapada used some of the Buddhist arguments, does he become a Bauda? He was only using the contemporary language, 7th century, approximation. Post-Buddha. Therefore, you are only using the contemporary language. Today, if somebody, some teacher, I do, use some examples from science, the atomic theory, very useful for showing mithyatam of the world. Is it an electron or a particle? Is it a wave motion or a particle? And they say sometimes it behaves like a wave. When you observe it, it becomes a particle. Why? Does the electron get self-conscious? 
that when you observe it, it gets sulfur and freezes up into a particle. And no, otherwise, it's a wave motion. So to prove mithyatvam, science is useful. We know light is a wave motion, but our spectacles are based on, based on the straight line theory of light. So what is it? Straight line, because it works, or wave motion? It only helps to prove the mithyatum of the world. There's no vyavastha there. there it's not fixed. <laughs> it's changing. Therefore, without make, trying to make Vedanta scientific, which is a problem, because then your heart is in science, not in Vedanta, <laughs> if I'm borrowing some of the arguments, that makes the teacher contemporary. So a traditional and a contemporary teacher will work. He'll be able to connect with the students well and work. But the important thing is to be traditional. I studied from traditional masters in Rishikesh, Swami Taranandagiri, Swami Hariyaratirtha. These were people who had never come down into the plains after they went into the Himalayas. So their examples all were Pauranic examples. They will talk of Chandraloka, Suryaloka, Mahabharata, etc. They were not contemporary. So we have to make the effort to relate to them and understand them. Whereas other Swami Vivekananda, Swami Chinmananji, Swami Dhananji, these are all were contemporary in their language. But the problem of contemporary language is, you know what? 50 years from today, my students will change the language that I have used. <laughs> and if he doesn't change, I'll give him a kick on his backside. <laughs> Why? Make it contemporary. <laughs> Without moving away from the tradition, make it contemporary. So if that is done, Vedanta will happily be there from generation to generation. You had a Ramana, you had others. The parampara will go on. Learning will go on. Students will gain moksha. Om Tat Sat. That's all I have to say. If anyone has to ask anything, I'll be happy. You know, my concern when I started speaking was not whether my audience will go to sleep post-lunch. It was whether I will go to sleep post-lunch after the Jai lunch. <laughs> so it looks like everyone is awake. <laughs> no questions? Um, if audience yeah. is now, yeah. Uh, there is often comparison between Sri Ramana Maharshi and... There is often comparison between Sri Ramana Maharshi and uh, Jiddu Krishnamurti. And it is said that Jiddu Krishnamurti didn't acknowledge, but uh, his every word is traceable to the tradition. So what is your opinion on this? Everyone too? I'm sorry, I didn't follow. Is every word... I'm a bit hard of hearing. You know, so. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, there is a comparison between J. Krishnamurti and Ramana Maharshi also. And uh, uh, people say that even what J. Krishnamurti said is goes back to tradition, but he did not acknowledge it. So what is your opinion on this between on the parallels? Especially, all right? Ramana Maharshi already spoken now. I've heard J. Krishnamurti live when I was in college. And he used to speak in JJ School of Architecture in Bombay, early morning. And I have seen him beseeching to the people, please understand what I'm trying to say. 
and I had the exposure to both my gurus by that time. Some little bit, not what I know today, but that's made a beginning. And I am sitting there and thinking, he has been blessed by the tradition. He has read all the books, studied all the books with traditional pundits. But because of his relationship with Ledbetter, there's a history behind it. With Ledbetter and the, all the problems that came up, he felt he was in an abusive setup. He walked away. Therefore, along with the baby, he, along with the bathwater, he threw out the baby as well, which is unfortunate, which is really unfortunate. Did he know the truth himself? I think so. Could he communicate it well enough to a very uttama adhikari? Probably yes. To others, probably no. Did he know it himself? Probably yes. Because he seemed to know what he is talking about. But this part of it, that's why I said that if you junk the tradition, your communication goes. In the compilation of the last lectures of J.K., he has mentioned mornings he listened to the Vedic chants. Mm. Even though he doesn't understand it, he says it has got a calming or soothing effect on him. Commentary on? Soothing effect. Calming, 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 calming tranquilizing effect. Vedic chanting. Vedic chanting has got a calming effect on him, soothing effect on him, though he doesn't understand it. So probably the DNA of the Vedic tradition is still present within him. Yeah. If you look at, if you study the number of beats, etc., the 30 to 60 beats per minute, a chant which is based on that, has a calming effect on the mind. It doesn't matter what is being chanted. But the beat, okay, I could be saying, you are a fool, you are an idiot, you are a... But if it is following that beat, it will have a calming effect. <laughs> it is not the content I am speaking about. Content meaning that can lead me to the truth. Content is meaning. If, I, if someone keeps saying you are a fool, you are an idiot, it is not going to lead him to the truth. But if it is following the beat, it will have a calming effect. Like uh, somebody spoke about uh, transcendental meditation. And they spoke about the physical aspects of it, okay, in terms of lowering BP, etc. And many cardiologists have found doing the same TM, but instead of using those bijaksharas, and those bijaksharas are selected according to your age, if you just do one, 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 you have the same effect as far as your body mind is concerned. So can you see the difference that comes in there? One is the beat and the chant, one is the content. What we are concerned is more with the content. Beat and chant is preparation. So that anything can you be used to prepare. What do you need? You need to think clearly, feel strongly, act decisively. Isn't that what a mature mind is about? And that can be had in any manner. Now the warning has already come. I stopped within 15 minutes. The questions are going over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I am free. I'm ready to go right now. <laughs> you are uh, disturbing the ocean. Yeah. <laughs> and it, the, uh, it can lead to a storm. 
Yeah, and we will over, then there won't be enough time for the speakers. You know. So uh, I can deal with you one on one. Yeah.